Welcome to Bound by Books, a podcast of five authors across the genres talking about that one thing that we are all bound by, books. I am your host, Danielle Bannister, and I'm joined today with one of my other co-hosts, Sherry Hayes. Welcome, Sherry. Hey, Danielle. How are you? I am. I'm doing. I am doing. doing. I'm still here. I'm alive and kicking. Oh, well, we're having, we're having like a, an Indian summer here, I guess. Um, it's it's kind of warm here too. And I'm oh. in Maine and I'm like, not that I'm complaining, but there's, where's the cold? Where's the snow? I was going to say, have you guys had your first snow yet? Cause no. we have not. No. Okay. I was no. just checking. Cause yeah. I'm ready. Usually, I got my shovel. I got the yeah, sand in my are, car. We usually get some flurries in October yeah, and yeah. it was nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, like one or two frosts and that's about it. Yeah, we, well, we've had, yeah, we've had a few frosts, but nothing, nothing major and no snow. I'm like, yeah. please don't let it all dump at one time. Yeah. You know, as much as I hate the snow, shoveling the snow, driving in the snow, being in the snow, just snow in general, I hate. Mm-hmm. It does help with the tick population and sort of killing them off. And when we don't have the snow, we have more ticks. So, yeah, but that, that is the only advantage yes. to, to winter <laughs> is getting rid of those bugs. <laughs> so I'm the not bugs all of go back to hell where they belong. So yeah, yes, I'm, yes. I'm a big fan of winter for that and that mm-hmm. reason alone. Exactly. But every and other aspect, not so, not so much a fan. And I don't yeah. mind a nice, a nice boot, a nice warm boot. I'm okay oh. with a nice warm boot in the winter. Hot chocolate. That is one thing I will say I yes. I like winter for because I can't drink hot chocolate yes. when it's like 80 degrees outside. It just and sweaters, no. being able to put on sweaters and cozy up and layers. And yes. so there yes. are some advantages. Yes. I yes. guess we just got to remember yes. that. Right. But one of the things that this season brings is something called NaNoWriMo. <laughs> yes. Yes, every <laughs> author either shouts in joy for for this particular or time cringes. of year or cringes. <laughs> and there's really only two two ways. And and yes, November marks National Novel Writing Month or NaNoWriMo for those or who, NaNo. And oh yeah, if you really want to like really abbreviate it, NaNo, <laughs> but you know, the official abbreviation is NaNoWriMo but yeah we get lazy and we just say NaNo because that's a lot of syllables um, it is and it is it amazes me because you can always tell when you're when you're in author groups and it's a new and a newbie author or an aspiring <laughs> author because all the other authors around them are talking about NaNoWriMo or NaNo and they're going what is this what what what, what are you talking about because if you're yeah. outside of the writer community <laughs> like I never knew what the heck it was until I, you know, yeah. became a published author. I was like, what is this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you happen to be listening or, or watching us on YouTube, NaNoWriMo, if you, if you are unaware, um, it is a website that you can go to NaNoWriMo.org and you can sign up in November to write 50,000 words in 30 days. So it's a, it's a challenge to sort of write with literary abandon and try to write a novel in the month of November. 50,000 words is kind of a short novel but it's still a novel you've done it and if you can get 1,667 words a day you can reach your nano goal and what do you get if you win nano sherry is it 
Is it notoriety? Do you get a cash prize? What is it that you get for winning? Uh, you get pride and a letter certificate. <laughs> you do. You get a certificate like this. Which you means you obviously participate in I, or ha- and have in the past. I have. I have. I had to. I, I keep a frame with all of my past winning certificates. <laughs> so I had to go back and like actually see how long I've actually <laughs> been doing this for. And it's, uh, I, I started back in 2011, but wow. I never got a certificate. I didn't have a certificate either. I didn't know that there was one that you could print or they didn't have them to print. Mm. I don't know. But according to my nano stats, I did something in 2011. And then the next year that I did something wasn't until 2014. And I did not win because I didn't know enough about uh, how to care for my hands. Then I have carpal tunnel and tennis elbow. And I didn't know Mm. I didn't had had any therapy so I didn't know anything so I basically ruined my hands and so I literally couldn't mm. couldn't type and I was so heartbroken because I got so close and I was so sad so my daughter made me a certificate that year Aww, for, for being close so enough so of course I had to fit that I did win that, that is year. adorable I did win that year so that go that went up on the wall as well so yeah you don't get anything outside of yay I did it <laughs> it's, it's a personal goal it is it is just something that's supposed to sort of help teach you the habit of writing daily, of yeah. you know putting writing as a priority, a little kickstart in your writing journey, as it were, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I I know a lot. There really is kind of a split uh, down the author community when it comes to NaNoWriMo as far as whether they participate or not. There are some authors Mm -hmm. that are just, they are diehard NaNoWriMo people. They do it every year. They just, they, they really hunker down and their goal is to get a first draft of a novel down there and just, yes, hang it out. And then there are others who are just like, no, doesn't fit into my writing style, doesn't fit into my schedule. Um, because I'm, you know, I, you know, they, they set out their schedule and however it lays out, they just go and it doesn't fit. And so they completely ignore it for the most part. Um, I kind of fall a little bit in the middle of that. I'm not, I'm not totally anti anti-rhyme. I see where it has its benefits, especially in my opinion, for new authors. Yeah. I really think that if you are a skill. Yes. If you are a, an aspiring author or an author with maybe only one or two books under your Mm -hmm. belt, I really see where it could be beneficial because you are getting into that habit of writing. If not every day, you are having to write at least a, a word count every week in order to you know, meet that deadline. You're, you're getting, you're getting into a shorter deadline, um, period than what a, like a normal book would be because most, most books are at least 60,000, if not depending on the genre. Yeah. Depending on the genre. Yeah. It all depends on the genre. And if you're writing a novel or a novella or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's, I think, yeah, it's definitely, it's just that sort of that, that daily practice thing is, you know, am I able to, to set a goal for myself and achieve it. But, you know, it's ironic that NaNoWriMo is actually the platform that taught me that I do not like 
writing goals in terms of word count. I do not enjoy them. They stress me out. They cause me undue anxiety. I much prefer a chapter goal. So I would much Mm. prefer to say, I'm going to write this chapter today. And if it happens to be 3000 words, that's fine. If it happens to be 1500 words, that's fine. But the second you slap, uh, you need to have it be at, at least this. I, I get anxious. It, it gets it. under your skin, does it? It does. I'm like, what do you mean? I need 20 more words. The sentence is done. I don't want to pad this. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. So I, I actually had that situation <laughs> yesterday because, like I said, I don't, I don't go, I don't do NaNoWriMo officially. I have my own little thing, and we'll go mm-hmm. into that in a minute. But I was, I had a, I have a word goal right now of I'm trying to, I guess I'll go into this now, but yeah, go ahead. I, I'm. <laughs> My goal, I have kind of an abbreviated Nana my goal for November is my goal is to write 30,000 words instead of 50 because mm-hmm. 50, I just don't think is realistic for my personal situation. Right. Plus it doesn't really do anything in my publishing journey as far right. as that goes, because I write, I don't, I don't, I don't write first drafts like some writers do. So I got to, I, my goal was to write a thousand words yesterday and I wrote 980, but it was the end of the chapter. Yeah. And I, I sat there and thought about it and I was like, you know what? I don't want to just, like you said, I don't want to just add words, just to add words because up then all it, the it's to it is, you know, it yeah. just becomes ridiculous well, at some point. Right. Because the point is, is I want it to be a publishable book by the time I'm done. I'm not just filling, you know, putting words on the page just to yeah. fill words. So I was like, you know what? 980 is good. I'm good because I wasn't ready. I was like, I'm not going to go and write 40 words into a new chapter. I would rather just start the new chapter tomorrow yeah. or today. Yeah. yeah. But I, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to call it. It's okay. But you know what? I wrote 8,000 words last week and I was only like supposed to write 7,000. So I was like, I got a little leeway. I got a little room. I'm good. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's I mean, I, on the one hand with NaNoWriMo, if you, if you log in and you, you know, say you're going to do your project or whatever, they have this little counter that you can put in your daily word counts. Right. And it has these little graphs and stuff that'll like show you what you've done. And there is some sort of like a dopamine rush when you're like, yes, I made that goal. Screw you, NaNo. I did it. Um, But, but there's, there's also the flip side of it is screw you, Nano. I'm 20 words short. How dare you? So (laughs) you just got to hope it's a double-edged sword. You just got to pick up, hope you pick up those 20 words, like in like the next few days, you know, just an extra 20 words uh, from there. But yeah, I, well, see, I, I use a program called Right Track. Oh, I don't know that one. And it's, uh, it's, it allows you, it's, it's available. It was initially created kind of for NaNoWriMo. Roma. Oh, <laughs> it's a hard one, isn't it? <laughs> NaNoWriMo. I can say that word. Um, ugh. It, it was originally created for that, mm-hmm. but I believe with, it was created more for authors, like full-time authors who wanted to utilize NaNoWriMo as they kind of a, you know, get, put your head down get that word count in, yeah. but that weren't going to stop at a 50 word, 50,000 word novel. Gotcha. You know, they were going to write a lo- longer story. And so they needed to have the flexibility to put in, uh, put in their, 
you know, a larger goal, a multi-month goal. Sure, sure, sure. So this, so Right Track actually allows you to set up a project and put in your word count, uh, your overall word count goal. So like for me, I usually pick 80,000 words. Some of my books are a little less, some of them are a little more, but but most of them are right around that 80,000 word mark. And so that's usually what I put in. And then it allows you to tell you, tell them how long do you want this goal to go for? Do you want it to be a month? Do you want it to be right. three months, four months, six months, a year? You get to determine that. And then it will tell you that you, how, how many, many words, words per day you have to write in order to meet that they goal. They do the math for you. They do the math for you. And then every day, a program. Yeah, every day when you go in, you know, when you're done writing, you go in just like you would Nan- do with Nano yep. and put in how many words it is. And then it has a little graph at the top that says, so it literally does exactly what you're talking about right, with right, Nano, right. just on, I think, a little more flexible scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and November is really just a hard month to write because you've got the holidays and it's just, mm-hmm. and there's, there's only 30 days in a month, not 31. And it, it's, it's a problematic time and we all know this going in and yet the people that participate, we do it anyway. And then there's a lot of people who had great intentions and they kind of peter out once they get about the 15th of the month or as they, as they, as they approach the holiday, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> you know, that's been me. I have not yeah. won every year that I have participated in, you know, cause sometimes life happens. Right. And yeah. it, you just have to, to go where you go. And in fact, this particular project that I'm writing for Nano I had not planned for. Usually, if I'm going to do nano, I will at least have a, a nugget of an idea. I'll have. I was gonna say you something. are a planner. I you are, am. You are the planner of the group. So if you went in literally with not not much, exactly. I didn't. I didn't even you. have a journal picked out. I had. I had oh. not put. I know. I didn't have my outline. <laughs> my outline formula in here. I didn't have my character sheets. I had nothing. I had no nugget of an idea because I was like, I don't know if I'm really going to do it. I was just wasn't. And then uh, a friend of mine uh, said on nano day one, I'm looking at a blank screen going, hey, maybe this isn't the year I'm going to pull this one off. She's like, she gave me an idea. Your protagonist comes into a bunch of money, but it comes with a catch. And then boom, there was an idea mm-hmm. that instantly sprung into my head. And I'm like, well, damn it. Here we go. Here's a project. And so I had to sort of work backwards. So I did that day's word count. And then I went back and I grabbed a journal and I started plotting the thing out. But it, it's funny how stories are like that. You couldn't do it without a plan. You couldn't just do it without a plan. I, you know what? I My first probably five or six books, I pantsed it. So I can do it. I can do it. But I can tell you the difference between those first ones that I wrote and my last ones. The first ones required way more time to edit because I was all over the place meandering. Mm-hmm. And I there some of the storyline was just like, where are you going? What is the point of your book? What is the story about, woman? Um, and after figuring out the plotting method, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what the story is about. I know what the theme of this story is. I know what the hero's journey is. So it just became clearer as a story mm. writer to write it. I'm still pantsing what's happening in each beat, but now at least I know roughly what beat comes next. So I have a mm. roadmap that at least tells me, turn left here. <laughs> How mm. you drive down that road, I'll leave up to you, but at least you know, left is probably a good idea here. You can go right, but you might get lost, you know? So I guess that's how I see my process. 
Interesting. It's very interesting that we have, yeah, we really kind of mold, like, you know, we don't really have like the one set because I'm, I literally am like the complete flip side of that, which makes Nano, one of the reasons Nano does not, the traditional Nano does not work for me because I am a pantser. Mm -hmm. And so I sit down and I just start writing, but I'm also an author that I tend to publish my first drafts after they get edited. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I do not just write a first draft and put it out there. I'm not that. (laughs) Some people are really good at that. Some people can really form that story and they see the picture and it comes out whole and it's just, you know, the grammatical stuff that, that needs changing. I'm more of a word vomit. And then I've got to go and clean up the word vomit. Yeah. So, see, I, I edit as I go. And, and oh, so see, and that's I another, I just and, and that is another reason why yet another reason why nano does not work for me. Yeah. If you're an editing as you go person, <sighs> nano is not gonna, it's, it's going to be harder for you because you're, you're oh, up yeah. against a deadline there. And if you're editing as you go, that's slowing down your process. And with nano, it's like, work, I work, I work, I work, just get it out, get it out. And if you're editing, yeah, I'm that. about, I, I can write roughly 500 words in 25 minutes. That's, yeah. that's about, and that's, and that's if I'm not stuck. Right. Um, you know, and it sometimes, and you know, sometimes it happens because again, Absolutely. I'm even a with an outline that happens yeah, with an outline, it can happen too, yeah. but especially if you're a pantser, because you don't know what's going to happen next. A lot mm-hmm. of times you're, what you're, do you do when, when, when something like that happens to you? Like, is, do you have like a, you know what? I have nothing this is what I'm going to do to get unstuck. Do you mm-hmm. have a plan? Yeah. Usually what I will do. Um, well, okay. So the first thing I do is just sit there and think about it for a while and see if something comes to me, but if I am really, really, really stuck and nothing is coming, mm-hmm. I will go for a walk. I usually will go to a park, go for a walk. Yep. And I'm the crazy person that you will see talking to themselves as they're walking, because what I would do is I will talk out the story to myself. Mm -hmm. I will talk out the backstory to myself, the setup of the characters, what the character's home life was like growing up, their job, their career. I literally word vomit to myself as I'm walking and just kind of playing everything. And, right. and every time something will, a storyline will come to me because people, characters, at least it's how I like the characters, just like people, because that's what they are. They're based mm-hmm. on people mm-hmm. are they're They're parts. They're made up of parts of their past, their experiences, their you know, their upbringing, all of that kind of stuff, their morals, their values, how they view the world, all of that goes into who they are and the decisions that they make. And so if I can, if I can articulate that and figure that out and be like, okay, this is, so this is where this this character is right now. And this is where they're coming from. And this is their experience with that particular aspect of what situation is going on right now how would they react? What would they do? And that usually, that always will jump off of something because like um, the, the, the story I'm working on right now is going to, is the third full length novel in my Serpent's Kiss series. Nice. It's His Forbidden Kiss. 
It will be out sometime early next year. <laughs> Cross the surface. Uh, and <clears throat> this has been kind of a book that's been in the works for a while, but this is these are two people that have known each other four years they've known each other since they were 17 and 15 respectively mm -hmm. and they have been really in love with each other or at least crushing on each other for pretty much that entire time so it's been like 17 years that they have been crushing on each other but he is her brother's best friend and so there's that forbidden aspect yeah. in there yeah so yeah. And then she is also very, uh, it's a BDSM story. So he's a dominant, she's a submissive, but she's a new submissive. And she's very used to being in control of her own life. She's, mm -hmm. she's the vice president of marketing. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, uh, she, she needs someone to be in control for a second. Exactly. She needs, to, she needs to let go and let somebody else be in charge. Exactly. But again, knowing all those aspects of her life and having that backstory, having that setup, that character development helps figuring out, especially as a pantser, what in the world my characters are going to do and what obstacles yes. they may face. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, again, having their history, you know, these yeah. are not two people that have, you know, they, they're just met off the street. You've yep. got a history there. You've got you know, you've got living their, you know, their separate lives, but they're together lives. So it's interesting. So speaking of things we're doing for NaNoWriMo, what mm. is your project that you're working on? <laughs> well, <laughs> that you kind of pants, <laughs> that I, that I kind of fenced and pulled out of my bottom. Um, at this point, it's called a single step. It's probably not going to say that, but that's just what popped into my head. Sometimes you just have to have a working title in your head. Um, but it's it's going to be about uh, a wealthy uh, agoraphobic who does not leave his house under any circumstances, hasn't in the last 10 years or so. And uh, he is living in his mother's mansion. It's really his mother's money. And his mother is basically like, I am never going to get rid of him, am I? He's going to be with me forever and ever and ever. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to set you up. I'm going to get you married off. So I don't have to, you know, necessarily worry about having to make sure that somebody is taking care of you. And, and so she just pulls somebody from her office that she thinks her son might like. And so that's sort of the setup is this, you know, here, I'm not sure. marry, marry my I'm son. Feeling really, I'm feeling really sorry for this woman that she's <laughs> setting up with her son. Interesting. Yeah. So that's sort of the premise right now. Um, so, so is it a romantic comedy? A it's it's a romance right now, and I'm trying to mm. see if if there's enough in there to 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 warrant some comedy. We'll see. I mean, I'm only nine chapters in, so we'll we'll see mm. how it flushes out. Um, but you know, I I think it's, so far I'm having fun with it. So. Um, it's probably going to lead more toward like a, a funner romance than something dark and like depressing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> unlike your we'll see. complete opposite of your uh, girl on fire. Girl on fire. Girl on fire is not a happy story. <laughs> I can't mm -hmm. help it. I am a Libra. I have two sides to me. I have a light and fluffy side and I have a dark and serious side. And they both want to come out and they both want to play. It's not my fault. <laughs> Um, 
No, here's, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I also have a theater background, so I'm a little dramatic. Um, so I did want to talk to you a little bit about, because this is, this is something that, that I've noticed personally, maybe you've noticed this as well, um, but I have noticed um, that I see a lot of uh, December and January releases that are NaNoWriMo projects. Do you see that mm. as well? And yeah, and, and if so, is that is that something that you would advise? Maybe some some new authors who are doing that are like, I've got it done. I finished it November thirtieth. Let's put it out on sale right now. I mean, do you? I would never recommend a December release ever, <laughs> ever, no. ever, ever. Yeah. January, no. we may want to, we may be able to discuss. And and for okay, for, after, so, after the first of the month, right? After yeah. the first, not week, that first yes. week. Right. Yes, yeah. not the first week, but let's yeah. let's just say we're talking like mid-January, end of yeah. January. I'm then okay people have that. money they want to spend their money that they got. Yeah, sure, fine, but right, exactly. Now there is a it's we're talking nano specifically, mm-hmm. okay? Right. Book saving is there's a couple of reasons why no December released. Right. First of all, it's December, and as far as sales go, typically they are not great. Right. And <laughs> unless uh, maybe you have a holiday one in early December, maybe you'll maybe you'll get maybe. some good sales for potentially. early December. Potentially. It's not, out of, the, most, it's not out of the realm of possible. No, but the closer things get to December, the the harder it is because people are just they're thinking Christmas, holidays, vacation, they're not buying for themselves. family. They're, they're buying just, for other people. They're yeah. they're not thinking about what what they're gonna put on their kids. No, no. So what's so, going in the stocking? What's yeah. So there's that yeah. second reason to not do in December is because you need some time to have that baby edited. Yes, please. <laughs> I mean, yes, please. if you're going to ask people to pay money to read your book, yeah. then you need to actually treat it like a pro like, you know, like a product that yeah. people are going to buy for. You would not want to go to a store and buy a three-legged chair that was supposed to have four legs. Right. You know, right. I mean, you just wouldn't or or yeah. what, you know, you, you want to actually buy a fully formed yeah. product. Yeah. And, you know, we're editors take we... time to yes. find and go through the manuscript. Now, when we say editor, we don't mean give it to your, you know, cousin who's really good at grammar. Yeah, no, that's not an editor. And, and you really you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't hire a professional, because especially now with these ebook distributors, they're flagging content that is got a lot of errors and can actually pull your book now if you mm-hmm. have those mm-hmm. errors. So you could be like doing yourself a major disservice if you don't actually pay for an editor. I mean, I know it costs a lot of money. I know it's painful, but we all have to do we have to do it. Yeah. And the thing is, though, it's just not, especially if you're talking of 50,000 word manuscripts, it's not that expensive. Yeah, it's not. And I you mean, can shop it, around and, you know. It's just, I mean, it, it just, yeah. I mean, it's compared to the number of hours that, they're, that a good editor is going to spend yes. going through your manuscripts. And if it was a NaNoWriMo, no offense, because again, I know this doesn't reply to everyone, right. but Again, NaNoWriMo is about getting the word count. So most people getting are the first not, draft. Yeah, their first drafts. They're not going in and editing as they go, which right. means they're giving a very rough draft yeah. 
to an editor, which means it could potentially Cost be a ton of edits and yeah. rewrites that need to go through. You need time to go through that. You need time to process that Absolutely. and rewrite that and fix the grammar mistakes and the spelling mistakes and rewrite sentences and you know fix plot holes and all of that. And that is just not really feasible realistically in a two to three week time frame to get that into December. Because again, you end in November 30th, December is the very next. Now, again, January, possibly, if you really worked your butt off in December, you happen to find a great cover designer who had time. Yeah, yeah, it could be done, but- Oh yeah, yeah. it's not just writing the book. Right, right. That's step one. (laughs) Yeah, step one is writing, step one is getting the words down. The easy part, actually. Writing the book is the easy part. It's the hard stuff that comes after. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't. But yeah, January would be more. January would be yeah. more doable. I just wouldn't recommend first week of January, just yeah. because of you know people are still, you know, coming back from the holiday vacations, yeah. getting back to work. Kids are going yeah, back. They, to they school. don't need their escape from reality quite yet. <laughs> yeah, give them give them a full week of being back to work and they'll be ready to uh, ready to delve into the fantasy world again (laughs) and see if they can they can throw off that real world and you know forget about their boss yelling at them because they forgot to Uh you know fill out some sort of you know form or yeah 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 it's uh it's 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 something that I see every year and every year I think you know what they'll learn They'll learn. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think I ever did one like that, but I'm sure I, I'm sure I considered and toyed with it in the early years of like, oh, I've got 50. Does that mean that, you know, I'm sure I, my memory's not so great. So maybe I don't know, but, um, but yeah, this is a word of caution. You know, uh, I, I think that's one of the downsides, honestly, of uh, self-publishing yeah. because it is so easy to it's self-publish. tremendously easy. And I think and, you're right. It can do a disservice to people who don't really yeah. know any better. You know, these might be well-intended people, but they don't understand the process. And right. Well, they don't, uh, yeah. I just don't think they, they kind of think it through as they're just so excited that they finished a not, you know, they finished a story and they thing. just want to get it out time. there. And yeah. 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 But I mean, it really is very, very easy if all you want to do is write the book and put it out there. Because I mean, now Canva has a book cover template. So you can make your own book covers. Yeah. And, you know, Vellum is, you know, very easily available. If you have a Mac. Yeah. Well, you now you have Atticus. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you so, can. So, I mean, yeah. again, yeah, there can... are ways, but you have to learn these platforms. You have to understand them. And so th- there's right. more than just writing the book. Again, that's the easy right. part. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. feels like the most monumentous, but all yeah. of the stuff that comes with getting your book out there and marketing it and selling it, and it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So it's a whole okay, thing. Okay, so this, this story that you're working on for yes. Nano. yes. Okay, so are you're gonna you're gonna hit those fifty thousand words? Are you thinking that that's going to be the entire story? Or are you thinking this is just going to be a jumping off point for? I you? think it's gonna be a, a book one in a series. Um, mm. 
I, I have written in several siblings into this mix. So it might end up being a sibling series or it may end up being this particular couple that goes on depending on where the story ends. But if mm. not, I have like, okay, we can introduce a sibling and it can be a, a sibling story. But so I'm, I am attempting this as a series starter. Okay. We'll see how it goes, but we'll see. Mm. Um, but right now that's, that's where we're at. That's very where interesting. we're at. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the, I'm literally in the middle of a story. Uh, so the I'm not, middle. yeah, I, I mean, I, I had started this story. I had about six chapters already written in this story prior to you know, starting. And then I just, you know, kind of jumped off from there. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, my goal is to these have are, are about... these the same characters in the series or are they different? No, this is, this is a, this series is uh standalone stories with different couples. Okay. So uh, the connection with this series is a private BDSM club. Ah, gotcha. In St. Louis. So gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. They... Well, those types of stories could go on and on and on. Siblings run out, but you know, couples going to clubs oh yeah, yeah, yeah. is this, infinite. This is, so this that's is still smart. a that's yeah. This is a pretty. This is a pretty um, kind of. This is the setup for this series was intentional. I intentionally made it so that it could and that's go smart on, thing to and do on and on and on. Well, as far as. As long as I decided to, I mean, right. if I, right. if I decide one of these days that I don't want to have it go on or any, or anything like that, I can always do. But the other thing is, is because of the setup, if, if say I decide I don't want to, I want to in that series and start a different club series yeah. in like a different city or something, because of the way it's set up, I could very easily have another, like somebody else from a different club, you know, that's going to start a new club. Sure you know, come and visit sure. in like the last book or the last next to the last book, whatever. Yeah. And then set up a completely different series. Sure. I'm nowhere near that anywhere right now. I mean, like I said, I've, I've evergreen only... content. That's what you've got. You've got evergreen well, content and that's it great. helps because it, it lets it, I like, I like series, which is one of the reasons why I write it. I love series. A lot of readers do. Series are huge right now because people, <sighs> they get invested in the characters and they want more and more and more of what they like. So series are a great thing. If you're, you're starting out as an author, what do I write? Write a series. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to, uh, I am really excited because of this, this story, I've been wanting to write this series for a couple of years and the story that's next in this series, which is the is a couple that I I introduced in the prequel of the series, and that yes. was several books ago. So I haven't really, but I've been hinting, like, dropping hints that these two have there's something there, but yet there's a twenty some year age gap, and so that's a trope too. That's a trope I know. too. I'm there like, are readers I'm, for I'm, everything. I know. I'm excited to write that one though. I'm, I've been wanting to write it so bad. And I'm like, no, I got to, but I got to set it up because it really wasn't the way, you know, right. you have an order of what needs, you know, how to, how sometimes, yeah. Flows. Sometimes you have to tell your characters, wait, <sighs> it is not your turn. Mm -hmm. I will make a note of you, but it is not your turn. You wait. Yeah. 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 They're yeah, like children sometimes. You have to, you have to discipline them. Just, 
smack them and just say, sit down and shut up and we'll we'll get get to your story eventually. We'll get there. But yeah, it'll, so it will be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm excited to get there, but I got to get this one done first. I'm really excited about it. So that is, that's, that's something that I guess I I was curious about. And I think maybe you just answered it. Um, Do you then only work on one project at a time? Are you just up? one get it done and then yep. completely polish it and then move on to the next thing yep yeah yep. i i kind of have to because i am a total pantser um just to keep all the stories straight i mean <laughs> that's a thing you can keep yeah. stories straight really are you sure are you sure i don't, that's have, a I don't thing? have a handy dandy little notebook to tell me like yeah, all fuck. the little things i have to remember that's why that. i have to have a notebook because i can't remember Oh uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I do one, one story at a time. Yeah. I don't jump around. I, I, I just, I plow through the one story, mm-hmm. tell the, tell it like I'm basically watching a movie in my head. Um, but I mean, I, I'm very spontaneous when I write very, very spontaneous. In fact, yesterday I was sending my care, sending my couple out on a date their first official nice. date. So, I mean, granted, again, we, they've known each other for 17 right. years. Right. But it's but, different when you're friends with someone and then you go right. on a date with them. It's different. It's different. So this was their first official date. And I was like, okay, we're going out to dinner. But then I was like, okay, I don't just want them to go out to dinner. I want them to go do something. Sure. And again, I was like, when the world am I going to let them do? And then it dawned on me. I'm like, okay, well, this is the issue that we're, that we're working on how would he address this issue and get it? So that actually led to what they did on their date. <laughs> See, it's problem solving. That's, that's it's sometimes- problem solving on yeah. your feet. That's yes. what pantsing is. It's yeah. problem solving on your feet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a- a- absolutely. Um, with, the, uh, with the few minutes that we have left in, in our podcast, I'm wondering if, I mean- if somebody, it's only nine days at this point, at this recording, it's nine days into, you know, right. the thing. It's probably going to be a little late for somebody to sort of jump in mm-hmm. to Nano, but there's no saying that you have to only write in November. So if somebody mm-hmm. wanted to say, set themselves a 50,000 word goal for a month, what, mm-hmm. what sort of advice would you give someone before sort of starting out? What, what would you advise them to do if they want it to be successful? Um, I would say, first of all, figure out your writing process. Mm. Are you a plotter? Are you a pantser? Are you a hybrid person? How much documentation and research do you need to do ahead of time Mm -hmm. before you, you know, before you start writing? Because obviously if you're writing, say a sci-fi story, Mm -hmm. you need to have a lot more kind of initial work before you dive into the story than if you're writing a contemporary romance yeah you have to know the world that you're creating right you have to know a little bit about it right you got to know what the cast system is you've got to know you know who what when where how all of that stuff the economy you've got to what what, what do the aliens look like how many limbs do they got you know all that sort of stuff exactly so it really depends. Same with fantasy, so, historical. I mean, Hannah Byron, one right. of our fellow co-hosts, she writes historical fiction. 
before she, I'm sure before she even dives into writing a single word on the page, she has to do a plethora research. of research. Which is why I don't write historical fiction. Mm-hmm. I don't like to yeah, not my, Well, it's just not my, yeah. yeah. I won't say never, but. Maybe I give myself enough homework as an author. I don't want more, but. Right. But she exactly. loves history. So it's not really, it doesn't feel like a burden to her as it would. Exactly. <laughs> so my first, my first thing would be know your writing process know whether or not you need to do research prior to putting anything down the page. And this should all be done before you, whether you're doing nano or not, before you ever sit down. Yeah. But if you're going to try to do, (laughs) yes. But if you're going to try to do a word count goal, first of all, be realistic. If if 50,000 is not realistic for you, which it's not for me, Mm -hmm. um, pick something that is realistic. It can be challenging. But it needs to be realistic. If you, you know, if you work 16 hours a day, you know, six days a week, and you only have one day a week to really write, you probably aren't going to realistically be able to write 10,000 words in a day. Now, there are a few authors that can, but especially if you're a new author, you're going to be brain fried. Not a realistic scenario, but you might be able to write two or 3,000. Or even day? 500. I mean, it's yeah. 500 more than you would have started yeah. with, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. 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 I, so I, I think I would add, I would add to that, to, to those, those elements is mm-hmm. find out what is the best time that you oh, write. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because some people really will be super productive first thing in the morning before their cup of coffee, they will be on fire but after two o'clock their brain is just mush and so if they try to sit down after dinner they're just not going to be productive that's something that you only can figure out by sort of experimenting so you know yeah do a little log Definitely. and just go you know what i'm going to try writing in the morning today and i'm going to try writing in the afternoon and just kind of see where you felt like mm-hmm. your juices were flowing the most and that's that's going to be your yeah. sweet spot and you should try to sort of plan accordingly if you can i would say if you're going to do that though i would recommend doing uh, a week of each yes so a week of writing only in the morning and track yeah. how many words you wrote and you know all of that and then you know a week in the afternoon and a week in the evening. And that way you can see where you're most productive. Because if you just do it one day, you could just have a bad day or a great yeah, day. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But if you do a whole week and you'd be like, okay, you know, I wrote, I wrote, I averaged 500 words in my writing time in the morning. And I wrote, averaged a thousand words on my writing time in the evening or vice versa. Then you need to figure out a way to do your, your, you know, you're writing whenever that's most productive, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, but I would say, I would say, yeah, do, you know, know yourself, have, you know, have a realistic goal, know when your, your have best writing time is, um, and then just kind of try to have some fun, enjoy yeah. it. I mean, cause if you don't enjoy it, then why are you doing it? I mean, yeah. I, for me, writing is very much therapy. Yeah. It yeah. really is. I mean, that's, I won't necessarily, this is the weird thing. I don't know if I would actually say writing is overly enjoyable to me. Like I don't necessarily have fun doing it all the time. Depends on the scene. Right, exactly. <laughs> Depends on the scene. Um, but it is very therapeutic for me. Yeah. And and in that respect, it makes me feel healthier, mm-hmm. mentally healthier, mm-hmm. 
when I am writing. When I go for extended period of, periods of time without writing, I really can tell that I'm, I'm not taking care of my own mental health, which is kind of funny when you think about it. Cause I'm writing fictional character therapy, but you know, it's still, it's a, still a form of processing. You're, you're allowing to process situations in fictional characters and in hypothetical right. situations. And it's, it's, it's totally a thing. It's totally a thing. It is. It is. It is. So, uh, so do you, do you want to take us out or would you like me to, to take us out? I, I can wrap things up. That's okay. Wrap fine. us up. Yeah. I think. Well, I hope you have enjoyed our little conversation. I don't know if I said little, but our conversation about uh, NaNoWriMo and maybe it's inspired you to um, give it a try maybe this month or next or next year even, or hey, just just give it a try, pick a month and do your own version of NaNoWriMo. Um, But we will be uh, back next week. Not Danielle and I, but uh, my books. two of our other hosts will be uh, back next week. We This podcast airs at noon Eastern time every Monday. And until next time, happy reading. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.